Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain on limited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. Did you catch season three of This Is Digital? Season three of This Is Digital goes behind the scenes to reveal how digital trends show up in everyday decisions and actions, including digital lessons from the EV revolution and the chief digital officer's role in disruption and culture, featuring guests like Ekta Chopra of Elf Beauty and Tyson Jomini of J.D. Power. Do you have a digital mindset? Find out by checking out the latest and greatest on season three of This Is Digital and learn more at westmonroe.com. NFL Now is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. What if I told you the Chargers have beaten Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs in Kansas City two straight years? Can they do it? Three, we are live at Arrowhead ahead of TNF. Also coming up, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers look to go to 2-0. What they have to do to finally beat the Saints in New Orleans. Plus, we'll talk to Antoine Winfield Jr. And... Coming up this hour on NFL Now, how patient do we need to be with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers as they get the Bears Sunday? That's next. Also coming up on this show, the latest on the breaking news from Seattle on Jamal Adams. The Seahawks are shutting him down for the year. He is done. Ian Rappaport has those details. We welcome you to a game day edition of NFL Now on NFL Network from our newsroom here in Los Angeles. My name is Andrew Siciliano. We begin this hour on a game day by getting right to that game. It's at Arrowhead. It's where Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs look to go to 2-0 with a great quarterback battle tonight against Justin Herbert and the Kansas City Chiefs. Live on the field, everybody, it's James Palmer at Arrowhead. How are you, James, with the Chargers defense coming to town here that did the job Last week, 22 quarterback pressures. Khalil Mack did his thing. They spent the money. It was money well spent. It really was, Andrew. Actually, neither one of these quarterbacks were sacked in week one. And we're going to take a look at what Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa can do when they're going after Patrick Mahomes. Because they believe teams can't double both of them. But what Khalil Mack brings is a presence, I'm told. A presence in the locker room. A presence on the field that you just can't ignore. And you mentioned those 22 quarterback pressures. Well, how about three sacks for Khalil Mack? Four quarterback hits. But the biggest thing that stands out to his teammates is how he was able to help close out the game with that strip sack of Derek Carr, where he was able to do something that the Chargers have struggled with the last couple of seasons, which is finding ways to win games at the end 
of a game. Now, it is a very big task for this Chiefs offensive line that we know is, Andrew, one of the best in the NFL. And Andy Reid said, Orlando Brown, he wants a merit badge. This is the type of game that you get one of those when you're going against Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa. The biggest thing to keep your eye on is both those edge rushers want to keep Patrick Mahomes inside the pocket. The Chargers believe, like a lot of us, that Patrick Mahomes is more dangerous outside of the pocket. So if they can contain him and not blitz him like the Cardinals did a game ago, they believe they can get after Patrick Mahomes. That offensive line against those pass rushers should be a fun one to watch. They blitzed 54% of the time. The Cardinals did last week. It did not work. I love that. A merit badge no. tonight, potentially, for Zeus yeah. Jr. Thank you, James Palmer. Sash. Live in yeah. Arrowhead. Uh, let's compare these quarterbacks' career head-to-head. I said they've won there. The Chargers have won there each of the last two years. To be fair, before Chiefs Twitter blows up here in 2020 it was in December the Chiefs had already wrapped up their playoff stuff here so that was a Chad Henney game regardless Justin Herbert played well in that game in Arrowhead and they're trying to make it three in a row in Kansas City coming up this evening it's Mark Ross it's Brian Baldinger back with me on game day on NFL now after you saw what Herbert did last week what does he have to do tonight Mark to win again because some of those throws were just like they're honestly, they were Dan sick. Marino throws. I mean, just yeah. sick, Andrew. I mean, I'm just excited to just see this guy progress and get better. And these guys go against each other. But forget all that. Forget all the talent, the big-time plays. He's got to win. Uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs have dominated this division. Patrick Mahomes has been the standard of not just the division, but the, the NFL as a whole, the best quarterback in the league. And Justin Herbert has the talent. He has to develop the maturity and the playmaking to, to stay with Mahomes. But the bigger picture is he has to lead his team to victories. And just as Mahomes all offseason, we're talking about, well, what happens if he loses Tyreek Hill? What, how's the offense going to look? He goes out there and explodes on Thursday night with Justin Herbert. He's not probably not going to have Keenan Allen. So, okay, now how do I raise the level of my entire offense and make plays? and win this game despite not having my best. So the standard for Justin Herbert is, I've seen what Patrick Mahomes has done. Let me go out here and make plays no matter what's around me and win this game, Andrew. You you know what really stood out to me, Baldy, about what Mahomes did without Tyreek Hill is we always talk about the great, the truly elite quarterbacks, that they raise the level of play of everyone around them. So you take away his truly elite playmaker – and, Baldy, look what he did. Well, you know, many people have talked about, you know, throwing the nine different receivers, four different receivers, caught touchdown passes. But really, it's what the defense does to tell you where to go with the ball. And I've got a couple of examples here just from last week. Like, they love to isolate Travis Kelsey. And against the Cardinals, when they isolate him, they had Isaiah Simmons on him. Three by one set, clear it out, let Kelsey go to work. And you can see just the release right there. I mean, he already gets separation, and now all Mahomes has to do is just float it. You know, and it's just a, an elite receiver, right spot. You get yourself the first touchdown of the season. But now if you watch Juju Smith-Schuster here, I mean, it's a crossing route in the middle of the field, and they're really going to layer it. So you're going to have some underneath receivers right here. But as soon as Mahomes sees these two underneath defenders clamp on those two underneath receivers, the ball goes to Juju Smith-Schuster. You know, one of six catches on the day. So the defense determines where the ball goes. Another example, bunch formation. Marquez Valdez-Scantling here in the bunch. And you're going to see the the Cardinals are going to blitz the middle of the field right here. And he's going to read the zone. And he's just going to choke it down right there in the zone. Mahomes gets it to him. 
great timing and that he can explode after the catch. And then finally, Mahomes is just so good, and we'll see this tonight. When the pocket does break down, when Xavier Collins is coming free right at him, his ability to navigate the pocket is second to none in the league. And then, like Brooks Robinson from third base right here, like any throw from any angle, he hits Sky Moore on the run. Perfect throw. I know Mark loves Sky Moore. Mark, he almost broke it right there. He almost got through that that gauntlet into the end zone. I mean, he's he's going to be something to watch as these weeks start to go by here and his role gets bigger and bigger. Pulling Brooks Robinson out of the hat there for the old school. That's good, Baldy. For those who don't yeah. know, Brooks Robinson, legendary third baseman, the Baltimore Filming. Orioles Hall of Famer, one of the best clubs you'll ever see. Nolan Arenado now or Gio Urshela, probably that's where you would go for the kids for great third base defense, yeah. Baldy. Well done. I'm a different generation. No, I get it. I got you. I grew up there. Thank you, Baldy. Thank you, Mark. Let's get to the Buccaneers. Speaking of old, Tom Brady, 45 years old, didn't look his age, did he? On Sunday night in Dallas, nope. Now he's trying to keep it rolling with that rebuilt offensive line, and who knows who's playing wide receiver against the Saints. We're far from a finished product. Um, You know, we're not where we're going to be at, where we're going to be in a couple months. There's still a lot of new players, you know, even looking at that field the other night. You know, Julio's new, Rashad's new, Cade's new, Coe's new, Kyle's new, uh, Robert Hainsey is new, Luke's new, Shaq's new. I mean, it's different teams, so it takes a while. It takes a lot of, a lot of meetings, a lot of communication, a lot of practices, a lot of situations, so um, we're far from a finished product. But we're going to try to keep working on it every day to see what we can do to improve. All right, and a lot of those new pieces. Hi, Sarah Walsh. Not new. You've been around this team for a little bit. Um, are hurt. There's a long list of injuries after only one week, Sarah. I was told when I arrived at Bucks practice today that if you looked at their injury report from Wednesday, that injury report could beat any team in the league, and that wasn't necessarily a good thing. It speaks to the star power that was on there on Wednesday, if you take a look at it. Now, let's whittle this down. Tom Brady is not injured. He was listed on there. That was just a veteran day off for him yesterday. But then when you look at his receiving court, there were five receivers listed on that injury report. The biggest one that everyone is keeping an eye on, though, is obviously Chris Godwin. He made his return from that knee surgery in week one and then had to exit the game with a hamstring injury. We have not seen him since. He was not seen out there today. And we really don't know the extent or how long he might be out. The other injury that's really notable that everyone's watching is left tackle Donovan Smith. He left that game with a hyperextended elbow. The good news is it's not particularly serious. It is, however, very painful. So it's a pain tolerance thing that they're going to have to manage. And you just heard Tom talking about, look, there's a lot of new guys. You have to practice. You have to meet. So I asked him when a lot of these guys are out. How do you fill in the gaps there? And he said, we have to make adjustments. Football's a demolition derby. You'd love to have everybody healthy. That is not the reality. So they have to make the most of it and adjust when they have to, Andrew. Against a team that has had Tom Brady's number four in a row, regular season. Sarah, did you catch how Brady pointed out regular season? He didn't want anyone to forget <laughs> that, yes, they beat them on the way to the Super Bowl in New Orleans a couple of years ago in the playoffs. They have lost seven straight regular season games against the New Orleans Saints, which is just so hard really to wrap your mind around when you think about what this team has done. The one caveat is the game that you pointed out, the playoff game, when it mattered the most. But, you know, everyone wants to say this is a rivalry game in the NFC South, and Tristan Wirfs told us that 
By, uh, Todd Bowles was very quick to point out that in a rivalry, you have to have a give and take. And there hasn't been a lot of that on the Bucks side of things. They need to change it. And the biggest reason why is turnovers. This is an astounding number, but over the course of that streak where they have lost seven straight regular games, 15 takeaways for the Saints defense to just three on the Bucks side of things. That has to change. Byron Leftwich told us today, you are not going to win games by turning it over in the National Football League. It is an emphasis for Tom Brady this week, something that they want to clean up against the Saints in particular. And he said, we just have to play better football if we think we're going to win. By the way, the Bucks, the division champs last year in their team history, they have never repeated as division champs. The Saints have been a big reason why in that equation, Andrew. When the Bucs won the Super Bowl, they did so as a wild card. Big game here for the Saints as well. Want to prove their legitimacy and go to 2-0 in the division. Big one Sunday in New Orleans. Thank you, Sarah Walsh there, live at One Buck Place. Let's get our insiders in here now. Tom Pelissero, Ian Rappaport back with me. Ian, you had the news about 30 minutes ago from Seattle. Pete Carroll said it was a serious injury Monday night, but then he kind of tap danced around everything during the week. Now we know. Yeah, rough blow for Seattle and their standout safety, Jamal Adams. Sources say he is expected to have season-ending surgery to repair his torn quad tendon. That means his 2022 is expected to be over. He is going to be placed on injured reserve and tease Tabor from the Atlanta Falcons. A corner is going to take his roster spot. Now, as far as when the surgery is going to be, my understanding is Adams has been talking to several different doctors and within a week will make the decision on who does the procedure and when, but the results are expected to be the same. His eyes now set on the 2023 season. Meanwhile, much, much better news for J.K. Dobbins, who had serious surgery himself last season, now certainly seems to be headed in the proper direction. He had a full practice yesterday for the Baltimore Ravens as he attempts to make his return from an ACL surgery and a lot more And obviously, this has been much debated, his status, but the fact that he had a full practice on a Wednesday certainly seems like he is maybe going to play this coming Sunday. All right, J.K. Dobbins speaking this week about how badly he wants to play in front of those Baltimore fans. Remember, as a rookie, he was COVID. He he wants to feel that energy and get back on the field. Tom, in Detroit, what is the story about their running back, DeAndre Swift? Andrew, DeAndre Swift not practicing for a second consecutive day. He was listed on the injury report on Wednesday with an ankle injury. Swift told the Detroit Free Press that that injury actually happened in the second quarter of this past Sunday's game against the Eagles. He still finished the game, had 18 touches, was hugely impactful as the Lions tried and nearly pulled off the comeback against the Eagles. That is going to be one to monitor. Does Swift get some work on Friday? If not, Dan Campbell in the past, there have been situations where players have been able to play without practicing, but obviously an uphill battle for Swift if his ankle keeps him off the field for the entire week. One player we know is not going to play this week is going to be Broncos standout safety, Justin Simmons, who landed on injured reserve because of the thigh injury that he suffered in their game on Monday night against the Seahawks. Another player who finished out the game, but obviously came into the building afterwards, was not feeling good. Nathaniel Hackett said he does believe Simmons will be back after the mandatory four games he has to miss, but it will be Cade Stearns taking Simmons' place for the Broncos this week against the Texans. All right, injury news here and two of the better safeties in the league. Jamal Adams out for the year. For Justin Simmons, it's a month. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Ian. Week number two, folks. What a week number one it was for Saquon Barkley. Can they go 2-0? 
Now, they haven't done that in a while. We'll tell you the last time they did it. Coming up next, Giants in the spotlight. NFL now to game day, everybody, on NFL Network. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. One game... Win or lose does not break a season, okay? But you got what it takes. Every day you keep grinding. Every day we keep getting better, okay? It was one game. Gets pretty darn good football team. Give them credit. Hey, game, game ball. Joe, Dave. Yeah. Joe and Dave, game ball. Let's go. Giants on three. One, two, three. Giants. What a week one for the Giants. We, we didn't show you Brian Dayball dancing in the locker room after the game. Go to the Twitter to find that video. Most scrimmage yards per game in a career. Saquon Barkley is still top five. Despite the fact the last couple of years he really hasn't done much. He looked like the old Saquon week number one in Nashville. Judy Batista. And Mark Ross with me now, live from the East Coast. The Giants tried to go to 2-0 for the first time since 2016. And Judy, I'm sure they noticed that Carolina gave up 200 yards to the Browns on the ground last week. 
I am sure that has not escaped their attention, Andrew. This is a real chance for Saquon and the New York Giants to lean on the running game again. Let's go back. He had 164 yards rushing in the season opener. Certainly the best he has looked really since his rookie season. I was at the Browns-Panthers game, and the Panthers had a whale of a time trying to handle the Browns' rushing attack. Not surprisingly, the Browns have one of the best running games in the league, but the Panthers, something they have been harping on all this week, they had a lot of missed tackles, 18 by their count, and what they have been talking about is they need to get more guys around the ball and they need to wrap up. And we know that is especially the case when you're playing somebody like Saquon Barkley because what we saw last Sunday is not only is he hitting the hole really quickly, but once he gets open, he has that breakaway speed like we haven't seen in a few years. So there's going to be a real emphasis from the Panthers on trying to cut down on the missed tackles and a real opportunity for the New York Giants to keep riding that running game. Yeah, Judy, of course, there was big hope and dreams that Saquon would be the old Saquon coming into this Giants season. All Giants fans, the whole organization were waiting for that. And you saw that. And what you saw was kind of a vintage Saquon Barkley game where he may grind out a couple yards here and there, but it's just those explosive plays. I mean, really two huge plays in that game the other day that kind of signified what kind of game it was for him. And that's what you didn't see over the last couple years you know, hitting the hole and just getting away from everybody quickly. that That's what you saw with him. And what, and looking at the, the Panthers, they're definitely looking at it and saying, Saquon Barkley is not going to beat us. We have to make Daniel Jones beat us. And that's got to be the game plan for them. Uh, but, but going back to Saquon and what he has given and Brian Dable as well with this Giants team is just the relevancy and the confidence that we haven't seen in years. So the dynamic duo right now of, of Barkley and Dable has the Giants fans excited right now, not only for 2-0, but you look at the schedule. They got Carolina, Dallas, and Chicago coming up. 4-0 there for the Giants, possibly oh Andrew and Judy. Oh what do you think? Oh, boy. Come on now. One game at a time, Mark. <laughs> Again, the last time the Giants made the playoffs was 2016. They also began that season 2-0. And you'd have to think that the Giants, to use the same logic, are going, not going to let Christian McCaffrey beat us, Judy. Uh, the Browns bottled him up pretty well in the first half. And, yes, Baker Mayfield deserves second-half credit. He made a couple of nice throws. But, really, it was the Browns' inability to tackle Christian McCaffrey in the second half that led to their comeback. What are the Panthers saying about him this week? Well, the Browns didn't have to do a whole lot of bottling up of Christian McCaffrey in the first half because his number wasn't called all that often by the Panthers in the first half. I was at that game, and I can tell you, at a halftime, we were sitting there in the press box saying they never mentioned Christian McCaffrey. Consider these stats. He had only three rushes in the first half, only 10 rushes overall for 33 yards. Ben McAdoo, the offensive coordinator, familiar face to New York Giants fans, was asked about getting more opportunities for McCaffrey this week. And he said, well, we only had 53 total snaps last week, so they've got to get more attempts at the plate. That's how McAdoo put it. And they need to get him going because, look, he is a critical figure. Brian Dayball talked about it. He is dangerous, not just running, but he's dangerous out on the perimeter. They bottled up Derrick Henry pretty well last week uh, for the New York Giants, maybe better than most of us expected they could. This is a different kind of task trying to bottle up Christian McCaffrey. But again, it is on the Panthers to call his number and get him going early. It definitely on the Panthers. And as you mentioned on the return of Ben McAdoo to call this up. And I know Ben's going to be fired up and excited to show 
what he's got going there with Christian McCaffrey. And you mentioned the Giants bottled up Derrick Henry, but a completely different runner with Christian McCaffrey. Actually, the backup back there for Tennessee was hurting the Giants coming out the backfield with the big catches there. So you'll see a lot of that, I'm sure, with McCaffrey, with the Martindale blitzes coming. Okay, somebody's got to get open, get free. And I would expect to see Ben McAdoo dial up a lot of getting Christian McCaffrey in those blitz situations, one-on-one matchups with linebackers, with safeties, whoever the Giants decide to put on him. So I would think for sure you would have to see Christian McCaffrey a lot more. You know, last week they got down, so I'm sure that was part of the game plan. Well, we can't run the ball. We can't feed McCaffrey. But now with this game, Ben McAdoo's got to learn that this is my guy. This is how this offense has to run through Christian McCaffrey. So I would expect to see a lot more of that this week, Andrew. And knowing that he didn't practice on Wednesday, Matt Rule says they're going to keep McCaffrey with a lighter workload during the week and likely won't practice him any Wednesday this year because they know he's got to carry a lot on his shoulders come game day. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Judy. It's the Panthers and the Giants coming up Sunday in New York. Coming up Sunday in Dallas, no Dak Prescott. It's Cooper Rush starting at quarterback for Mike McCarthy against the Cincinnati Bengals. As far as Cooper Rush, you know, we don't feel like there's really any limitations on on what we want to do. I mean, he's he's as rehearsed in this offense as anybody. You know, him, him and Kellen. I mean, they go back, you know, to prior when I when I got here. So, um, and that's really the way we go about it. And it's no different with the left guard, the left tackle. You know, that, that's all part of the game plan process. So, Brian Baldinger, only one team of the NFL didn't score a touchdown last week. It was drum roll, the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, that was with Dak Prescott for the majority of the game. So now with Cooper Rush, what's this looking like? Well, I think they have to figure out exactly what C.D. Lamb is, Andrew. I mean, the last two games at home, AT&T Stadium, the playoff game against San Francisco, and then against Tampa, he's been targeting 16 times. He's got three catches for 50 yards. I mean, that's not what a number one receiver does. They called his number. They ran him in motion. They called plays for him. um, But he just has not been effective. And the timing with Dak and him was was not good either. Uh, there was hitches. There was he was late. Uh, it's just not the way it has to be. The precision that you have to have with the number one receiver. And if Cooper Rush is going to move this team and start to score some points, you got to get the ball to your wide receivers. And it starts with getting the ball to C.D. Lamb. All right. So C.D. Lamb has got to do a better job, and they have all said it on the podium. He has got to do a better job. Let's move on. To the Eagles here, Baldy, if we could. Nick Sirianni is at home. It's a Monday night game coming up here. After looking back on week one, what did you think of Jalen Hurts' performance? Well, I thought he was awesome, to be honest with you, because he had to be. I mean, there were so many breakdowns up front, Andrew. I'll show you just a few where he had to rescue the play. I mean, this is early first quarter here. Here's Aiden Hutchinson. You would think that the Eagles would block him, but there's a protection breakdown up front. He comes free. So Jalen hasn't even taken his second step into his drop, and he's already getting on his horse to get outside the pocket. I mean, he rescued one play after another throughout the game. Slid, protected himself, got down. But it wasn't just that. It happens right here. The defensive tackle comes on a loop right here, right up the middle, right down Broadway or or Broad Street in Philadelphia, right at Jalen Hurts, and he's got to do what he can do just to rescue the play he did again, ran for another first down. You know, and so it wasn't just the breakdowns. They had some protection issues. Aiden Hutchinson here on a bull rush against the right guard, Isaac Sayamalo. 
and he just pushes the pocket too quickly. And Jalen's just not comfortable yet, just staying there and being able to navigate that. So, you know, he runs for 16 yards and a first down here. Now, he ran 17 times for 90 yards, including a touchdown run. But that's too many. It's too many times. And a lot of those runs, he had to rescue the play. So I think Monday night against the Vikings, it's going to start up front with the Eagles' protection against Darius Smith and Daniil Hunter and those guys to be able to hold up so that Jalen could trust the protection to make the throws down the field. With more plays in the passing game there. We'll say this, though, about that ground game. Four different Eagles scored rushing touchdowns last week. Four different yeah. guys. They hadn't had four different guys score rushing touchdowns in one game in 66-0 years. Brian Baldinger there. More on the Eagles as they look to go to 2-0. They get the Vikings as part of a Monday night doubleheader. We have a Thursday night one-game affair tonight, but what a game it will be. Do you buy the whole they're better without Tyreek Hill deal? I don't. We'll ask a chief who might have some insight on that. A great chief at that. Dante Hall set to join us next. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. Didn't feel like week one ended like five minutes ago. Well, week two is here. <laughs> it's a big week. 
starting with a very, very, very big game. Chargers Chiefs 8-15 this evening. Prime video, everybody. The ball is out. Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack. They shovel it inside. Edwards Alaire caught into the end zone. And the blitz out of sack. Intercepted. And he tastes the sweet nectar of the end zone. Chargers start the season off with a victory. Kansas City continues its mastery. And we start TNF off, our coverage off, with James Palmer live. Happy game day to you, James, at Arrowhead. With all this talk, After Patrick Mahomes throws 360 yards and five touchdowns, it looks amazing about, well, maybe the Chiefs are going to be just fine without Tyreek Hill. What are they saying there ahead of week two? Yeah, that was our big question, right, Andrew? How is Patrick Mahomes going to handle life without Tyreek Hill? You mentioned the five touchdowns. You mentioned the 360 yards. How about 30 for 39 for 144 quarterback rating in the AFC Offensive Player of the Week? I think he's getting by just fine. Now, when I spoke to the Chargers, they believe that this is a much more physical wide receiver group than it was a year ago with Tyreek Hill. And they also believe there is no receiver on the planet like Tyreek Hill with his speed and quickness. But they all believe it all stems back to Patrick Mahomes and the formula hasn't changed. When Brandon Staley, the Chargers head coach, was asked specifically about this offense without Tyreek Hill and what he saw, he went directly to the offensive line and said, that's what stands out to me, that this offensive line is so good, it gives Patrick Mahomes time and the ability to be the best version of himself. He targeted 10 different players, Andrew, and that allows Andy Reid to operate this offense the way we know he loves to. So much motion, so many different formations, getting defensive players looking one way and the ball going the other, and you don't know where it's going to go. Now, the Chargers believe with Derwin James can play linebacker in the slot, deep safety, blitz, play your tight end, do whatever you'd like him to do. The Chargers believe they have the ability to be versatile as well. So the chess match between the Chargers defense and Brandon Staley versus Patrick Mahomes and the versatility of both sides of the ball is going to be something we're going to keep our eye on. And quite a challenge tonight as well, different from last week, for the Chiefs tackles, Orlando Brown and Andrew Wiley against Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa. Much different. Great one tonight. Thank you, James Palmer, live at Arrowhead. It's an 8.15 Eastern time kickoff, 7.15 if you're local there in Kansas City, and it is streaming on Prime Video tonight. It is the start of a new era. TNF on Prime Video. Go find it. It's going to be amazing. 8.15 coming up tonight. A little more perspective on that one. He is a Chiefs legend. He was kind enough to pull off the road here and join us as he has on game days past. We used to call him the human joystick. Kids don't play necessarily the same kind of video games these days. But it's great to see you regardless, Dante Hall. What's going on? Good to see you too, Andrew. Sorry for the uh, backdrop, but uh, I didn't want to disappoint you and be late. So, yeah, no, I'm in I, my rental car I, I on think the side of great. the one-on-one I, freeway. I, as long as you are pulled <laughs> off and you're not doing this while driving and everyone is safe, we appreciate you, Dante. Um, of course not. Jump yep. in on that conversation we were just having here about, about Patrick Mahomes and the way this offense looks. There was legitimate concern. I, I don't know if it was just off-season noise or not. We have a lot of time to fill about how this offense would survive without Tyreek Hill. What did you see last week? Um, I saw exactly what I saw um, in preseason. 
And then also saw, you know, something I've seen this before. You remember the New England Patriots when they had uh, Randy Moss and they had that dynamic uh, offense in 2007 when they almost went undefeated. And then after that, they went to a two tight end set with Aaron Hernandez, uh, Gronkowski, and Wes Walker in the middle. So I figured that would be exactly what the Chiefs would look like. And they looked that way in the preseason, and they looked exactly that way in week one. I think uh, with the uh, departure of Tyreek, Patrick Mahomes was going to be forced to mature as a quarterback. Um, and we saw that come to fruition in, in week one. Why haven't people learned that you don't win by blitzing Mahomes, Dante? Vance Joseph brought it 54% of the time last week, and you saw what happened. Well, that's what Vance Joseph does. And these coordinators, whether it's offensively, defensively, they do what they do. And uh, Vance Joseph likes to bring pressure, and they're going to stick to the script. But I really don't think if you sit back in zone, he'll pick you apart in zone also. So um, it's just a tough, tough, tough matchup anytime you play the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. You got Travis Kelsey. And I don't think Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy get enough credit. Andy Reid has been doing this for years, decades. His offenses are always top-notch. So, yes, Patrick Mahomes is great. He's my favorite quarterback. Uh, I think he's the best in the league. But I think we should start giving props to Andy Reid and his offensive structure and the way he designs plays and gets guys wide open. He certainly deserves credit. But let's go back. What do you do? If you're not going to blitz, you say he's going to pick you apart. That's what Brandon Staley's defense generally is, right? It's you got to yep. dink and dunk. We need you to prove to us that you can be patient to beat us exactly. by going six, seven, eight yards at a time down the field, not 25 yards down the field. Exactly. And then so the key is with that type of defense is you must in the red zone hold the Chiefs to field goal. Yes. Give them the five, 10 yard completions. Let them methodically work down the field. But then you have to, you know, be stern in the red zone. And I think that's the way that's the formula and the only way to beat the Chiefs and stop this offense. Dante, what's up with the shirt here? What, what does it say? Oh, Barry shirt, made oh, it? Uh, yeah, bury me at Arrowhead, and I will cheer from the grave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm die hard, baby. <laughs> hey, I mean, let, let's hope that's still a few years away, okay? <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, Dwayne Bowe is going to be there banging the drum tonight at Arrowhead. Dante Hall is here with us, another former chief wide receiver, two-time Pro Bowl. Remember the all-decade team as an amazing like, don't step away from the TV return, man. Dante, it is great to have you on on a game day. Enjoy tonight, will you? Thank you, brother. Great to be on. NFL Now is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. 
You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Digital trends show up every day in business decisions and actions. West Monroe is the number one strategic partner translating technology into financial value for companies. The This Is Digital podcast applies West Monroe's two decades of secrets and best practices to your business's benefit. Favorite past topics from the last three seasons include how AI and the next generation of employees are shaping the workplace, becoming a product company, Highmark's journey, and what does it mean to put the customer first? Learn more at westmonroe.com.